How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Every Friday at this time, we have the distinct pleasure of talking to Anthony Sainz, the tribal chief of Grizz Twitter, independent sports journalist, content creator, found him of the Asylum Medium Group and writer for Grizzly Bear Blues. And as a matter of fact, and I've retweeted it, he comes in coming fresh off an article he just wrote over Grizzly Bear Blues about Dylan Brooks and saying you ask the question if Dylan Brooks can be the Grizzlies, not just short-term answer at the mm-hmm. four, with Jaron Jackson out, we suspect, early this season, mm-hmm. but the long-term answer at the four. Uh, for those that have not read the article, and I, I suggest that you do, tell us. Uh, well, I, I want to put it on paper. Well, technically, well, it's not on paper, but y'all get what I'm saying. It's been on wax for a while. I came on this show. I think I was on somebody else's something. I think I said it back on my show that um, I think Dylan should be at least a short-term answer for when Jaron Jackson goes out. He played power forward some in college. I've seen him guard bigs in the NBA. He guarded Carl Anthony Towns, one of the best bigs in the NBA in the playoffs. And he kind of cut – he kind of slowed the, the the bleeding down a little bit in the playoffs against him. Um, Dylan's about six foot seven. He's strong enough to guard forwards. He's, he has the lateral quickness, of course, to guard uh, the ones that, you know, play away from the basket or, you know, stretch the floor or, or take the ball off the dribble. He's, he can guard those type of guys. I've always been of the philosophy of whatever position you can defend, that's, posi- that's the position you can play. Um, I think that it also sets up a perfect transition for Zaire Williams. If Zaire um, is to develop as your starting small forward, if you got Dylan at that power forward position until Jaron comes back, when Jaron comes back, you can easily transition Dylan to the bench at that point. He can be your sixth man and go back to his natural wing position. Uh, then I think that you know, just doubling down on it. I think in the event that Jaron eventually transitions up to the five, you can bring you can then bring Dylan back up to the four because you know you saw him, you would have seen him doing that uh, under my um, philosophy, under my idea, whatever. But um, like I said, I want to go ahead and put it on paper. So because I, I think it's about to start getting copycatted, man. I think you're gonna start so, seeing but, other so people. It's important to get it out there first, yeah, so we can know. I've been we got on it receipts. all summer. I've been saying this all mm-hmm. summer, but I want to make sure I can put the receipts out there because. You know, I think a lot of guys are going to try to follow. A lot, a lot of guys be eating off my plate, man. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so uh, <laughs> Time to start taking it back. Time to start taking my stuff back, man. Put my stuff on paper so I, I can have a, a reference point for stuff. But, yeah, um, I, a lot of people have chimed in saying they agree. A lot of people have chimed in saying they don't understand both sides. I just want to see them try it. You know what I mean? I want to see what that looks like. Um, it's a lineup that puts your five of your best players on the court. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what I'm down for. If you got a guy like Dylan who can play another position, it just makes you that much better of a team if you can have him and Zaire and Bain on the court at the same time. 
with Ja and uh, Stephen Adams. Let me ask you this, because I, I I agree completely, especially in the short term mm-hmm. on the on, on on putting him in that spot. And, 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 again, having the best guys at that point in the season on the floor. Now, for the long term, part of this to work, right, is that Jaron, like you said, would have to, to shift over. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that would be my question for you. Mm-hmm. Is, is Jaron Jackson, at what point is he ready? Are the Grizzlies ready to shift him there? Is that still the mm-hmm. plan with his game as much as he plays away from the basket everything else? I think you'll see a lot more of it this year as far as him moving over to the five. You remember when, when Stephen Adams got hurt last year? I talked about that in the article, too. When Stephen Adams got hurt, Jaron rebounded the ball very Better. well. Yes. Like he was yeah. he was having like double 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 games when he was playing at the five. The Grizzlies schematically they set things up to funnel the rebounds to who was ever playing the five. That's kind of how they, they their game plan is. They want one man focused on getting the rebounds, and they want the other four players getting back on defense or getting out on transition. So when Jaron was called to do that, he did well uh, in, in those, you know, very small sample size, but he did well during that time. I think he'll he'll just I think his body is gonna continue to naturally mature. I hate that he had the injury he's coming in from this year Mm because I think he could have spent a lot of time doing it. I kind of feel like their goal this year was to go ahead and move him over to that position sooner than later, but they're probably going to have to wait now. Um, But uh, I think he eventually could be a five. And um, but yeah, man, like I just think that I think Dylan's versatile enough of a player where he could do it, and even in small doses. And like I said, if he's your four, he can depending on who the matchup is, he can still guard the best perimeter defender. That's what a lot of power forwards are doing. A lot of guys who are small ball forwards, they do. They guard the best wing on the other side. Mm-hmm. So you um, point out like the Crowders, like the Draymonds, mm-hmm. all that. Right. Those guys are gonna they're gonna guard those top wing defenders, regardless of them being a big or not. You just have to be creative with your lineups. But I think he'll I think he'll be fine. I think he could do. Um, does it feel like to you? It it does to me a little bit that um, the Grizzlies almost have to like validate their season from a year ago because like everybody <laughs> is kind of. Uh, bearish on them a, a little bit. Maybe that's Jaron related. I don't know, mm. right? Maybe if he's ready to go week one, that it'll it'll change. But mm. it feels like feels like people are grouping the Grizz in. Like they have to do it again for us to take last. Yeah, season. like it, it's like they're grouping them more so in with like the New Orleans and the Timberwolves yeah. of the world mm. rather than the Mavericks and the you know the Clippers and and those mm. teams. Is that sort of is that the vibe you get talking? Yeah, to people? I've seen a lot of that, especially the national stuff. Um, I think the Zach Lowe was kind of high on us. Um, so was ESPN had him four. Yeah, uh, somebody did a podcast yesterday saying take the over on us because we're, we're as good as advertised. I, I said take the over. I think we're going to be a top four team too. Uh, you, you're still talking about a team who, you know, the the vast majority of their guys that made them a good team last year are back. You're talking about two guys as far as productivity is concerned, and Kyle Anderson and Anthony Melton, they're not those top guys on the team. And if losing those type of guys is the difference between you being a good team and a playing team, I mean, I've been lied to all my life as far as what I thought success, what it takes to be successful in the NBA. I think they'll be fine. I can see them even being better, not not particularly record-wise, but I can see them being a much better team. So uh, a couple of days ago, my kid's on the 2K, mm-hmm. and the bent, the, you know, he plays with the Grizzlies all the mm-hmm. time. And out there on the floor, and it, it surprised him. It was Conchar with that second unit. Is this mm-hmm. a deal where uh, literally it's going to become reality? Where yeah. and I've heard, I've heard Harrington say they're going to expect more from Conchar. Mm-hmm. Be in that spot. You got the opening now with DeAnthony. How, you know, when I listen to you, you go crazy about John Conchar. Do you mm-hmm. do you see that happening? And I, will it be a good thing for the Grizzlies if he is a part of the back end of that rotation? We've all seen him develop over the years, and the Grizzlies have a tried and true method of developing guys where they bring you along slowly and then when it's time, it's time. You know what I mean? And I think that with, with Melton out, you know, you can't forget that Zaire is a, 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 on paper, he was a shooting guard as well when they when they drafted him. 
So he could get some. He he had to play a lot of small forward this year because you know Dylan was out. Mm-hmm. But he can play those uh, shooting guard minutes as well. So I think between him, between those two guys, you're going to see uh, the shooting guard position be covered well. I think Conchar is going to be good this year. If you look at his numbers, they're small. They're small sample size, but his shooting efficiency is very good. And uh, a lot of people, um, you know, they they are ahead of the curve. They knew that he's a guy who can who can produce. He produces in a small amount of time. And you, you would assume that if he gets more minutes, he could be more productive. And I'm one of those guys. I've clowned Country in the past. I've clowned everybody in the past. But, you know, when guys when guys show you something, you gotta, you know, you gotta give them the props. And I think he's gonna have a good year this year. And I think with, with more opportunity, you'll see him really thrive. It's and I don't know what they're doing over there, but their development system, man, I who have been their misses really, as far as guys who've been healthy and available? Like who who has shown not to be good, the guys that they've invested time into. So um, they've, they've got a good thing going over there, man. So I think Conchar, I think he'll, with more time, more opportunity, he'll be good. Which of the rookies do you feel best about in terms of being a, a impactful this year, this first year? And, and we realize there's a there's a limit to how impactful these rookies, right. this crop's going to be. But which one do you feel the best about? Um, I think that if if nothing else, LaRavia can shoot the ball. And I think that's a proven NBA skill he has. And one that this team needs. Yeah, if nothing else, I think he can shoot the ball. I think the highest ceiling is Roddy, because if if he hits and he's like good, like good. Where all do you see him playing if he's good and he hits? I think he's a dude that could be a two, three, or a four. He could be mm-hmm. like Mega Dylan, but like probably hopefully with a better, uh, you know, basketball like you. Yeah, efficiency. Yeah, because yeah, he's if Roddy hits, man, that dude he he can be a player for real. He could be a real problem in the league because because of his size, because of his agility, the way he can score, the way he can shoot. If that translates to the NBA, because we saw him doing it, in, you know, in a small school or whatever. If it translates to the NBA and he's still a good player like that, like he could be really good. But I think the safest bet is La- is Laravia, because I think if anything else, Laravia will be a shooter. He'll be a catch and, uh, catch and shoot. Do you shooter. think uh, <coughs> Sarvers are done? Um, I I totally forgot that question was coming. It's it's really ridiculous, man. When you really look at the whole thing, um, I think as it plays out, more pressure will be on. Adam Silver and the powers that be to to um, you know do more or possibly get that team off of him. I know that's easier said than done. I think I heard Harrington saying that with Donald Sterling that the league didn't take the team from him, like it was some divorce type stuff. I was like, I totally misremembered that. If that's true, like I thought, I totally thought I didn't the NBA, hear Harrington retelling the story, but I thought you you had the owners yeah, vote in that situation. I thought but. it was something like I thought the league did kick him out, but I think I, I don't know. I might be I might have heard all of it wrong. But um, I know this, that's kind of uh, easier said than done. And plus, man, just being honest, bro, do we really think he's the only guy that has that? That's that. That's him. Like he's the only guy that's like that. Like I'm, I'm not saying that all NBA owners are like that, but I'm sure he's not the only one. And I think that kind of same thing we saw in the NFL. If you start the witch hunt on these guys, some of these guys are like, hey, man, I'm I'm a couple emails away from being that guy too. So I think it will be kind of hard to get him removed just because of the the network of owners they have, and these guys know that, man, look, my stuff is kind of shady too probably, so I think it may be kind of difficult. And the way that Silver is responding to it makes you feel like there's something else going on to stop it. Because he usually does the right thing when it comes down to these type of things. He's really been putting his foot in his mouth the entire time when it comes down to it. Uh, It's disgusting. I'm not surprised by it at all. Uh, Abuse of power is something that, you know, we see all the time in sports, whether it be from athletes or owners at the highest level. But um, it's a disgusting situation, and I'm glad that people are standing up about it who have been affected by it and, you know, aren't 
aren't feeling it at all. Well, if sponsors keep pulling out and PayPal saying they might mm-hmm. do it too, then yeah. you'll have you'll have yeah, a, it will have to you'll have to make a decision. I mean, but then like, how do you how do you suspend somebody who owns a team? Like, what do you what does that mean? Like, <laughs> what do you what do you tell them not to do for a year? Like, I never understood none of that part. The ten million dollars isn't hurting me, hurting him at all. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how you can hurt one of those guys other than make him sell the team. I don't even know what that looks like. What do you make of Phoenix as a team and running in, in the idea they'll just run it back and be there at the top? What do you make of them this year? I think all the concerns that people have about us, they need to shift those to Phoenix because I'm more concerned about them than they am about the and, and And Chris and the age yeah, I mean, factor Chris and what they are without him? You don't age backwards, man. Mm-hmm. And he's you know he's getting up there. We, we've, we saw him kind of hit a point where he was a little bit, uh, little bit more durable, but I think that's kind of fading away. Um He's one of the better players in the league when he's healthy, but man, I don't think you can really guarantee that to happen. Uh, chemistry means a lot in the NBA, man, and that stuff with DeAndre Aiden, that stuff is real. Like mm-hmm. we saw that happening at the end of the season, we saw it happen in the playoffs, and it really tore that team apart. And man, I don't, you know, that, we forgot that that Phoenix team was trash a couple of years ago before uh, before the bubble year. They weren't. I mean, during the bubble year, they were bad. They just got together at the end of that season. That 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 can be very delicate, man. And I think that team's chemistry could be shaky enough where uh, teams – I think a lot of the analysts and things should be more worried about them than they've been because they're kind of assuming they're top two, you know, top three in the West, one in the West, all those type of things. Man, a lot of stuff can happen over the summer, and we saw a lot of stuff happening. Who, who's your team in the West, then? Um, I still who's the think, team to beat in the West? I think if the Warriors want to be the best team in, in the West, they will be. I still got the Grizzlies top four. We could very well be anywhere in that top four by the end of the season, depending on when. Jaron comes back. I I know it probably sounds like some homer stuff, but I think the Grizzlies are a really good team. Um, they're young and they're they're loaded in a lot of places. And um, the schedule's kind of yeah. helpful there mm-hmm. early on. Yeah, and, and, and truth is, people are just Jaren. people are um, not. I don't know if bored is the right word, but because the Grizzlies didn't really change anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people are just kind of, like, moving on to the next thing, right? Yeah. Like, la- last year the Grizzlies were the hot thing because Ja came on and he was amazing. And, and Bane was, yeah, Bane exactly. Leap, yeah. Like, they're just running it back, essentially, with a couple of rookies mixed in, and that's why they're not getting a ton of love, in the you know, yeah. nationally preseason. You're going to focus on the Clippers because they're new look mm-hmm. and the Nets. They're back or whatever. Yeah, and all that. But, but Denver's back. I have no reason to think the Grizzlies won't be right back. I mean, two seed's a lot to ask. Mm. But they're gonna win a lot of games. Yeah, they're Why gonna look they? good. They're gonna look good, man. Yeah, they're gonna look. They're gonna look better. We're, we're forgetting about continuity and got internal growth and development. These type of things. John's been in the lab, man. Like if you watch the videos he's putting out, like you just kind of get the vibe that those guys have been in the lab. Bane, like everybody, everybody I talked to was like, yeah, I saw Bane working out at this place, or man, I saw Desmond Bane out, and you know everybody looks good. They're coming, you know, Dylan looks slammed down coming into camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm I'm down for it, man. This is gonna be a crazy good season. Are you uh, Are you gonna be at the Memphis football game this weekend? No, I won't. What, what do we gotta do to get you out there? Um, you know, I used to cover yeah, them, but I was both tra- out there. when I was when I was a tri-state defender, I was out there. But uh, I'm just saying, without you, without being on assignment, man, what we nah, gotta do? That, to it's, not, it's not really my thing, man. Like it's cool, like um. Plus they're terrible, man, and I'm and I'm one. Of, <laughs> I'm, one I'm one of those fans. Like I mean, if, if Tiger football is good, I'll be down for it. But <laughs> you don't. I don't want to go see that. Do you believe in Sylvie? <laughs> but when they were fun, like they had like the high flying offense, and they were like putting out NFL quarterbacks and receivers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down. But man, those dudes terrible. Like I'm good. That's a keeping it real. They're right not there. that bad. They'll pop, they're going to win this weekend, I think. But man, I mean, they're just not fun to watch anymore. Like the Memphis, like regardless of their record, they were one of the most fun teams to watch. Like they were putting up a ton of points. You were seeing NFL caliber like running backs, receivers, quarterbacks coming out. He ain't lying. Like those guys, they're like, averaging I don't see this forty point. points. No, it's, it's fair. Now it's they're fair. averaging yeah. thirty points per yeah. game. No, it's fair. It's, 
It's I'm not good. as you, sexy. You would go out there during those times, though. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it on uh, TV. Now you won't even watch. Oh, I'll it. go to. I would go. I went to those games. You did like, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what he says. He said yeah. he was there back then. Yeah, yeah but no, nah, this right here, no. Nah. Because I'm not an outside dude. And like once it okay. started getting cold, I show him. But it's not cold yet. I mean, <laughs> I'm it, just, hey, they saw it right now, so I definitely ain't going out there. What, if what? they good and it's cold outside, I might. Said they saw it. I'm just saying, but it's like, is it not a great family event? I'm good. So what are you gonna do with Gabe and There's nothing. There's nothing sexy about sitting in the Liberty Bowl either, man. Like. Cause when I went to I went to the Southern Heritage Classic last weekend, I was in 51, the fifty one fifty two thousand, I think. I was on the field. Like sitting in the seats ain't the best experience at all. So it's 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 a combination of factors that's yeah. keeping you away. I'm an inside dude. Man. What about the digital ticketing? Do you have an opinion on that? It, I don't know why people would have a problem with it. Like in two thousand twenty two, man, you know what kind of uh, open I opened I had when Gabe had his first uh, flag football game last Saturday and it was outside in the rain. I was like, oh no, nah, screw this, son. You about to you about to be a one sport dude. There's a basketball. <laughs> this man watches <laughs> basketball, not not outside man, bro, football. I ain't, man. I ain't the outside dude, man. And then we sitting in the rain with an umbrella, like, nah, man. This so you don't, you're not, you, you don't, you just don't like. You're not a big football guy. I am. I can watch it. Find on my eight seventy inch. Like I'm not for. I'm house. not. I'm not for standing outside for hours. Well, to do but will you turn on the Arkansas State game? Yeah, I'm gonna watch the game, but I'm not gonna be down there. Okay. I'm not. No, I'm good. Okay. Let me ask you this: When Eric Hasseltine says that he loves Cobra Kai. I'm still, you know, I'm hesitant to say, well, it's something I want. But when you tell me mm-hmm. that Cobra Kai is must-see, I said, well, what's got Anthony saying so in well, the Cobra, oh, Cobra Kai? What, tell me why Cobra Kai, which is in what, season five now? Season five just wrapped up. This is Daniel LaRusso and mm-hmm. all of them. All of them come back. They're all, Johnny Lawrence. They're all old Johnny. I ain't yeah. going to say all the names. is on there. for No spoilers. Why is it so good, Saint? It is a perfect blend of several things. And the way that they pull it off is... Perfect. Like, it's a coming of age story. It's a. It's got martial arts. It's got teenage drama. It's like it's kind of it's it's like a family show with cursing because it's family oriented. You can watch it with like kids, but the cursing is coming. Like they they. It's not like real bad cursing, but they curse on there. It's um. It's over the top. Like they make they make small world scenarios. <laughs> they really only like need like a phone call to the police or the, the Department of Children's Services. They could really like end the show. Like, all right, let me just call the cops. Let me just call DCS. <laughs> and the whole thing will be over. But they make it like it's a world like and especially this season, they made it like it's it ha- like it has global implications. And I'm like, all right, man, this is but it's just it's just a great show, man. And the nostalgia of it, I forgot that part. The nostalgia is great. Yeah. And you're seeing the you're seeing the people from the TV, from the movies that you grew up on. And they're like older now, and they're like your age or older, and it's like you're seeing them just kind of process life and process life since they were like teenagers in a in a karate tournament and how it affected their lives. It's an incredible show, bro. And it's like I was telling somebody, this is the dumbest show in the world, but I can't stop watching because it makes no sense. Like, okay, y'all could have called the police three seasons ago, this would have been over. But it's like it's. <laughs> It's so good, man, and I can't stop watching it. My friend Billy Richmond, you guys know Billy Richmond, of course, for the yes. Guru. He was like, man, it's, man, it's a cold show here, man. Like, you got him <laughs> on it. Yeah, he's watching. He's texting me, oh, this ain't, oh, this ain't no cold, man. It's like, what? See, I see. I, I see when I bring up Hot Stuff, I said, I, okay, I understand why this would resonate with white folks, but mm-hmm. why would this resonate with it, black folks? Karate That's Kid what, so was such a good – those movies it. were so good, though. Like, those, like they I, were, remember, it, I remember being as a kid. It was like, mainstream. Like, wanting to go to the movie theater to see those movies, and, and they were su- such beloved movies, and those characters were so beloved. Even and, without black folks in it. Yeah, and it was just such good movies. Because you remember, man, like, the whole – like, there was a karate buzz that came after it. Like, karate schools were opening oh, up for off sure. of the back of that movie, like, across the country. 
there were karate schools opening up. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, and it was another blow-up after that. But, like, that, that movie, man, like, everybody wanted to learn karate after that movie, for sure. And everybody was doing the, the crane kick and all. It was just one of those iconic movies. And the show is so well done, man, respecting the original source material and just seeing these people as, you know, middle-aged people now and not yeah. teenagers. It's, it's just a perfect show to me, man. And I, I'm literally addicted to it. See, I love the movies. So this is why. Mm -hmm. now the episodes are like 40 minutes long. Like, they're all like. Oh, so you can knock them out. Yeah, it makes you just, okay, let me go ahead and knock out another one. It's like eating a bag yeah. of chips, man. It's, it's, easy, it's easy to digest. You just keep. But, yeah, you can knock out a season in a, in a good day or something. You didn't check that Cobra Kai, John? No, I know, I, I, I'm not I'm a, a child of the 80s. There's, so too many, not, there's too many experts here saying yeah, it's, it's good it's now. I'm too late. You might, not, you might not like it, it's good. Yeah. like I said, if you didn't grow up on Karate Kid. Right, no, I get it if you did. Oh, he you know? just say he's not old enough. He probably would say, all right, just call the police, man. Like, why are y'all doing this? He'd say this is some joke. Yeah, no, I mean. He probably wouldn't like it at all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you don't have you love the source material, so it's like, you know, it's not for me. We're all 40s here. Yeah, I like Spider-Man. Yeah. No, we're going to let you have that. <laughs> no, he, that's man, great. I act like he ain't some superhero guy. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, John, John. Yeah, I John. Like well, I, yeah, I just wanted to let that be known. Oh, you know, I guess. I grew up, I, like, you know, John, like, like a big old kid. 90s, uh, 90s cartoon Spider Man, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like it was on Fox or whatever. I don't, you know, yeah. that's kind of what I liked. You got a problem with Black Spider Man? You know nah. it's coming. Okay, you cool. Okay. Is it coming? Yeah, it's coming. Well, there's Miles Morales. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's is what, that what you're talking about? I just want to make sure you're good on that. Man. Yeah. Oh, right. hell yeah. Let's go. You about the, the mermaid, Little Mermaid? You you down with it? I have no no <laughs> no problems. I have no problems whatsoever. You whatever she wants to be, man. <laughs> whatever. I know a, a lot black, of people a are. Black mad. Little Mermaid coming? Yeah, yeah, you know that? No. It's a big drama about that. Like, it is. Yeah, Brad, okay. you seen it, huh? But we have to. Uh, we have yeah. to. We oh, have to man. go. To, we can't do the dissertation on that today. We're gonna have to save that for next <laughs> week. All right. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that next week. That's Anthony Sane, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him on Twitter at Sane Asylum. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. 
Toyota. Let's go places.